Hello and welcome back to the third episode of the Built for Purpose podcast. I'm pretty proud of myself that I've managed to get to the third episode because I've heard a statistic that something like 90% of podcasts don't make it to episode three. So I'm doing something right because I got this far. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to tell myself that. So today I'm going to be talking about body image and sort of how I've experienced body image but also from speaking to people within rugby and also outside of rugby um, things I've learned uh, about how to deal with body image what positive body image is what negative body image is um, and how you can sort of find a, a middle ground um, with the, with the two and also I've got a few questions I put up um, an Instagram a story box about a few hours ago um so I've got a few questions as well from some people to answer on body image um yeah so let's get into the episode so we'll start off with kind of a definition of what body image is because I feel like this is one of those things where people just throw the phrase body image around same with like body positivity or that kind of thing but what actually does it mean Um, That wasn't very good English, but what does it actually mean? Um, So body image is quite simply defined as how we think and feel about ourselves uh, and our bodies. It doesn't necessarily mean just the way you look, but like also your own abilities or, well, a variety of things from like your hair colour to your eye colour to tiny details about yourself, but you get the gist. But also how we believe other people other people to perceive how we look and I I feel like sometimes this isn't necessarily a true reflection of how you look um, to people looking from the outside it's how you feel you look or how you feel other people think you look Um, and that's quite an important thing to get out there because it's sort of breaking down that barrier between what is the truth and what is how you perceive it so looking at what affects body image as you can imagine there's a lot of lot of external influences that can sort of change the way you feel about yourself or the way you feel you look um the biggest one being comments from people whether that be on social media or just passive comments that people might make um whether that be directly to you or something that you hear that's something that I've experienced a lot of is people might not necessarily be even talking about you or about anything to do with you, but you hear a phrase or something they say that might trigger something in your head that might cause self-doubt or um, any like worry or concern about the way that you look. I guess if it's something that you're potentially quite self-conscious about and then someone brings it up in a conversation indirectly, then that can cause you to worry about it as well. Also stereotypes, um, you know, within rugby, there's a lot of stereo, well, within women's rugby, there's a lot of stereotypes. I'm sure within men's rugby, there are too, but obviously I'm talking from my point of view um, about how the way that people perceive women's rugby players to look. Um, and that can kind of skew people's um, body image and the image of themselves. 
um, because they might feel like, oh, well, I must fit into this stereotype category, but actually that is completely a myth and needs to be busted. Um, obviously, social media, that's huge at the minute. Well, it has been for a while now, but um, especially at the minute, people can very easily send comments or messages without having to face the consequences and without actually having to see the real impact that it has on people. So people um, commenting their opinions and their views, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion and views, but doesn't necessarily need to be portrayed on social media for everyone to see because you don't know the background um, of that post or the background of that particular individual and how your comments are going to influence and affect them. And then lastly, unrealistic ideals, um, links back into social media, but essentially everything you see on social media is everyone's best bits. They're not going to post the picture that they didn't like or the picture that they felt insecure about. Um, so you are only seeing the best bits. Um, and then in terms of branding and or like clothing brands, makeup brands, um, magazines, they are portraying to you an unrealistic ideal because they may have spent two to three hours on hair and makeup and they might have been um, on a low calorie diet for eight weeks leading into that shoot so that they were in their, their best shape or portrayed to be their best. So that's an unrealistic ideal because that's not what they look like day to day. So that's not something you should aspire towards either. So a study was conducted by the Mental Health Foundation in March 2019, and this was carried out on around about 4,500 adults and 1,100 teenagers. So I had a look at this study, and the main findings were that one in five adults felt shame because of their body image um, or because of their body in the last year. Uh, Teenagers... Um, obviously this is where the social media comes in more Um, a lot of teens are are growing up surrounded by social media and with multiple different social medias 37% said they felt upset and 31% said they felt ashamed uh, in relation to their body image then one of the most alarming statistics that I thought um, was pretty significant was 22% of adults and 40% of teenagers said that uh, social media was directly the cause of their worry and anxiety about their body image. Um, And being in the industry that I'm in, both online coaching and rugby at this point in time, both of these sort of avenues lead to a lot of social media usage and trying to increase my social media presence and um people's awareness of me on on social medias and that kind of thing and it it really alarms me to to hear those statistics and I want to be able to help people see the real side of social media and like realistically what's behind people's social media fronts because like I said it's it's people's best bits um so the thought that people are looking at social medias and it is directly causing them to be um, worried and anxious about their own body image is really quite scary to me. Um, So that's just, um, yeah, just a few statistics that I thought I'd say because once you put 
sort of number a number on it is actually pretty scary to um to read i think that understanding that as i said about looking at the best bits of someone's social media that it is literally just a highlights reel and no one wants people to see them at their worst or even somewhere in between people are only ever going to put up what they perceive to be their absolute best bits um and i've heard um things before about how like behind every um influencer's post there's probably 50 to 100 if not more pictures or angles all these kinds of things that didn't make it onto instagram because they didn't feel that that was their best bits and the key thing here is that every every single person whether you're an influencer whether you're someone on instagram who has 50 followers and one post or a million followers and thousands of posts every single person has insecurities and flaws and and things that they think other people um pick out and notice as being something that needs to improve um but realistically every single person is different there's no two people that are the same both physically and mentally or psychologically everyone thinks differently and like i said everyone has flaws um whether you think that they do or not so you might look at someone and think oh they're perfect like i wish i could have their figure and I wish I could look like them and oh their life seems brilliant but you need to understand that with their figure or with their uh, body comes the rest of their flaws because everyone has them so if you were to put yourself in that person's shoes they might have family problems or they might have um, equally you know just like anyone else have body image issues or have had a traumatic childhood or other things so everyone has insecurities and everyone has their thing that they might feel that they need to improve so don't try and look at someone like try not to look at someone else and think oh I what I would do to be them because you can't just pick and choose the best bits of people if you were to be that person you'd have to have all of their insecurities too and you'll always be able to find something that you want to change it's that like classic thing of, oh, I'll be happy when, and I don't want to go into too deeply into like happiness and stuff like that, because that's a different episode that I want to do. But it's the, I'll be happy when I lose five kilos and you get to the point where you've lost five kilos, but then you're like, oh, well, maybe just one more kilo or you're constantly moving the goalposts and you're never going to be happy that way. And you, you will always, always find something that you want to improve or to change. Now I want to bring this into sort of rugby, women's rugby and my experiences with um, body image from both a personal perspective and um, from coaching clients and from speaking to friends and stuff like that as well. Um, Now rugby is essentially a sport that is built for everyone. There's a position for everyone and from, from when I started playing rugby I've always sort of perceived rugby to be one of those sports where everyone is accepted and it almost indirectly promotes body acceptance because instantly you are focusing more on what your body can do rather than what it looks like. Um, But not only that, like 
it's a weird like it's a weird thing for me to try and explain but since playing rugby it has significantly helped the way I perceive myself um, and also how I value my abilities over what I look like but even so it doesn't mean that that is the case every single day there's there's still days where and there has been for the past seven years that I've played rugby there's been days where I absolutely love my body and it's like yeah I'm strong I can lift weights look at the way I'm performing like this is brilliant then there are also other days where you might look in the mirror and think oh like I wish I was like I wish I didn't have this bit of fat there or I I wish my legs were thinner or I wish less so now more when I was slightly younger um but it's mad to me that in probably one of the most accepting sports then there's still days where actually it's quite tough to come to terms with looking more athletic or um, having more muscle mass especially as a woman I also think that in terms of that sort of being a woman or being a female um, when I was young a lot of the conversation around nutrition and training was that gaining weight is always bad um, and that if you gain weight then oh no you're gonna have to lose that weight and um, you're automatically unhealthier if you gain weight um, but obviously we know this isn't true I say obviously but it's a, an area that needs more education but gaining weight is not a bad thing especially if that weight is needed to be gained and in a sport like rugby where sometimes or I say sometimes it's quite hard to to word really but being in a sport where weight can significantly help you or improve your performance um, and your confidence in your performance but also reduce injury risk it's a bit of a catch-22 trying to find the balance between um, feeling like gaining weight is a bad thing because of what's drilled into you from a young age but gaining weight being a good thing because it benefits you in terms of performance and confidence on the field. Now for me personally I touched on this on the introduction episode I believe Um, but even since then which was like a month ago I've put on another one to two maybe three kilos. Um, So in lockdown um, I was training two, two, sometimes three times a day. Um, my nutrition was, I was probably in a, I was in a bit of a calorie deficit looking to like lean up a little bit. Um, and at that time that was completely fine because I didn't have any rugby. Um, you know, lockdown started in March and I didn't play my first game of rugby again until September. So throughout that summer, I didn't have to think about, um, my body being built for the purpose of running into people um, and tackling people. And um, as a result of that, I got down to around 74 kilos, um, which is pretty light for me. Um, And now I'm sitting at around 83 to 84 kilos. Now, 10 kilos is a lot of weight difference in sort of less than 18 months. Um, especially for someone who isn't a beginner at training 
like in the gym and stuff like that so I'm not going to gain muscle um quickly um so basically what I'm trying to say is at the time of lockdown being leaner was completely fine and my body image was probably in a better place than or the best place it's ever been but even then I would take pictures in a bikini or on the beach and things like that and I would still look at those pictures at the time and think oh I wish I looked different or I look fat in this or you know not liking what I saw essentially um and then when we came out of lockdown and went back to playing rugby I would look back at those pictures from six months previously previous six months my words um from six months previous and I would be thinking to myself oh why didn't I like the way I looked then I'm heavier now like I'm not as lean um I really liked the way I looked back then and it's crazy to look back at pictures and think at that time I completely didn't see or appreciate how I looked then um but you can look back and think oh I wish I looked like that again um I'm going around in a bit of a circle here and I'm trying to find my actual point that I'm trying to make. Um, But anyway, whether I'm making a point or not, it's still valid for the story. So I'm just going to carry on. Um, So what I've actually seen is gradually over the last 18 or so months, as I have increased weight or increased in body weight, I have seen an almost direct correlation between that and my performance increasing. Now, this is a bit of a crazy concept for me. Um, Despite being in the fitness industry and having played rugby for seven years, I had to like check myself when I saw myself, I found myself looking in the mirror and being like, oh, you've put on weight here this doesn't look as lean as before, this is, this needs to change. And then I thought, my whole business is built around the concept of being built for purpose. And generally, I'm an advocate for um, loving your body for what it can do rather than what it looks like. But actually, I, I realized that I struggle with it too, equally as much as anyone else. Um, and then it made me start thinking about when does that actually ever change and if it ever changes or is it something that you always sort of battle back and forth with in your head um so the aim of the game of rugby is to essentially when you dial it down is to be as heavy as you can be but still run around still be able to run around at speed to be able to jump and be able to be athletic and last an 80 minute game but at the heaviest weight possible because in a sport where essentially momentum is the the key thing that's going to win collisions, the heavier you can be and still run at the same speed, the better, because you're more likely to win collisions. And this is what I have experienced in the last few weeks or sort of two months now, is that I'm heavier, which is allowing me to perform better. I'm stronger. I'm lifting heavier weights in the gym. I also feel physically better in terms of I'm not as sore um I'm not feeling little niggles and injuries as much as I did before um 
so to try and bust that myth in my own head and I'm sure in several of you listening to this podcast will you'll have experienced this too is that gaining weight isn't always bad um and especially within this sport it's actually something that can be the complete opposite and that can increase your confidence on the field and also allow you to perform better too so there are a few sort of tips or things that you can do to try and sort of flip your um, perception of body image and how you perceive yourself and how you think that others see you. Um, there's a few things that I'm, I'm just going to mention um, and, you know, sort of if this is something that you struggle with, um, it may be worth you giving some of these a try um, or just building these into your day-to-day um, sort of habits and routines um, to try and promote that pos- more positive, I don't want to say positive body image, but more positive body image. Now, self-talk and the way that you speak to yourself in terms of your body image is crucial and is really essential in if you want to flip your mindset towards how you feel about yourself and how you feel you look. Um, The biggest lesson I've learned is that you should always check yourself and think to yourself, would I speak to a close friend or a teammate or anyone or family member? Would you speak to them in the same way that you speak to yourself? Because subconsciously you can go day to day talking to yourself saying things like oh you look fat in that oh you look ugly in that or that or your leg looks a bit weird in that but would you say that to someone else and if you wouldn't then why are you saying it to yourself you're essentially like I don't want to get really deep and philosophical and I don't even know if philosophical is the word but you are the only person who is inside your brain and inside your mind and you're the only person that's ever going to be there so you may as well be kind to yourself because imagine having a friend or more so an enemy who is always there telling you negative things about yourself that is going to drive you nuts so always be po- like always be kind to yourself and think about whether the things you're saying to yourself um like internally whether you'd say that to someone else looking at change um, in your nutrition or in your training or in your lifestyle as coming from a place of love rather than a place of hatred. So you should never hate yourself into change. And actually, if you think about it, this is the reason that most people start exercising or following a diet is that they look in the mirror or they think to themselves, I hate the way I look or I hate the way that my lifestyle is structured. So as a result, I'm going to change everything. um, And then I won't hate myself. But actually, it should be the reverse of that. And you should love yourself enough that you want change to come out of, like, from a place of, I, I love myself, and I respect myself. So I know that by changing my nutrition slightly, or by my changing my training, I will benefit myself because I deserve that rather than thinking about it from a place of hatred it can also be so easy for you to look at the things that you dislike about yourself 
um, whether that be in the mirror, on a photo or a picture um, or even a video. Um, it can be very easy to look at what you feel needs to improve, but actually try and flip the narrative a little bit and try to look for the things that you really like about yourself. Um, I think like positive affirmations or, um, I, again, I'm not going to talk too much about that because that can link into a separate um, podcast episode, but being positive with yourself, linking back to self-talk is that looking at the things that you actually appreciate about yourself and what you can do and all of those sorts of things rather than thinking, oh, I really dislike this about me. So to finish off, I had a few questions, like I mentioned before, um, on Instagram that I was going to go over. So the first one was, what is your opinion on body neutrality? And honestly, this is the first time I had heard this term. I'd never heard anything other than body positivity or body negativity or negative body image. Um, so I looked up this term. Um, I did a little bit of research on it. So for anyone else that doesn't know, body neutrality is having a neutral perspective on your body. So it's not that you love your body or that you hate your body um, and that you may not love the way you look, but you can still live happily and appreciate everything that your body can do. And actually, when I read that, I, I really related to it. And it's not a case of loving or hating. It's a case of being happy and accepting where you are. Um, and the reason I really like this sort of outlook on body image is that you can accept your body and how you look and be happy with where you are but still want to improve and then that links back to that improve coming from a place of love rather than from hate so there may be days where you look where you look in the mirror or you look at a picture and you think oh I don't like that the way I look there but it still allows you to come back to but what can my body do rather than thinking it's all based on like on image and people are constantly judging on judging you on that there's more to you than what you look like and you're not just a body there's a brain in there too and there's also um like ways you can perform um both physically and mentally that define you more so than what you look like i also had a question on um how do i feel essentially on how do i feel about social media and that is like all the platforms that I use um both like personally and for my business um that create such a negative uh, body image problems uh in both females and males and I haven't really spoken that much about male body image on this podcast because I don't feel like I'm in a position to talk about it because I'm not a male so I haven't experienced it from that perspective um but it would be interesting to have some guests on in the future to talk about more that side of um, body image um, but I feel like I touched briefly earlier on on social media and how I feel about that um, I just I just think that for me it's about more people using it authentically and being true to themselves on social media platforms rather than like I said showing a highlights reel and I think everyone is guilty of it like there's been times where I've like wanted to upload a picture but then I've been like picking it apart and thinking oh but what if someone judges on this and someone and then but I feel like I'm slowly gaining the ability to be like that doesn't matter 
it's like I might have a valid point to put across with the post. It's not just about the picture and what it looks like. And coming back to the um, the highlight reel type of thing, like a picture is one snapshot from what <laughs> words going again, I'm talking too much, um, is one snapshot from one angle in one instance. So that doesn't define anything. It's just the way you looked in that that tiny, tiny, like, fragment of time. Um, I do find myself getting really confused with my own words, so sorry about that. And then the last question I had was about feeling very body conscious from uh, or on photos and videos of matches. Um, and I want to link, like, I hope that what I've spoken about throughout the episode um, helps with this point already but just to touch back over um it does link back to how you talk to yourself like beforehand like looking at um pictures or videos of a game right now might be hard but then that's it's about building the foundations in terms of um speaking to yourself more positively and thinking about would you speak to a teammate in the way that you're talking to yourself um focusing on what your body can do like I've said before like you're built for purpose you're built for the purpose of tackling people you're built for the purpose of jumping in a line out or lifting in a line out or catching and passing or running 60 meters to score a try how look at how you can improve your performance rather than looking at a picture or video and thinking oh gosh I, I don't like the way I look in that think about how could I have um, changed my footwork going into that contact area or how could I have been more effective in this line out? And that shifts your focus away from what you look like and more towards how, how you're improving your performance and how you can be better next time. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, so thank you all for listening. Uh, I apologize if I rambled on a lot in this episode, but I did feel like I had a lot to say. Um, and hopefully I got a lot of points across somewhat clearly. Um, I have really spoke a lot in the last hour or so recording this. So I'm a apo- uh, apo- See, my words went then. Apologies if I um, said anything with bad English or um, like fumbled any words. Um, but I enjoyed recording this episode because I feel like this is a topic that is spoken a lot about, like it's spoken a lot on, see, this is an example of the words, but um, it's spoken about a lot on social media and I often have conversations with it about teammates and friends and family, but um, linking it into personal, like my personal perspective and also how it links into the sport of women's rugby, I think is is important for people to hear. But also to understand that it's not you're not alone in terms of like like I said, my business is is literally built on the premise that you're built for purpose, but I still really struggle on some days and feel that despite my performance improving, like I have like a disconnection between that and how I look. Um and it would be so much easier if my brain could just see what I like when I'm looking in the mirror, I just see, oh, well, but it's fine because you're performing better. And on some days that's the case, but on other days it's not, um, it's not so much the case. Um, so 
I've learned a lot as well from doing this episode because I learned about the term body neutrality. I think that's how you say it. I'm going to go with it. Um, but either way, I've learned about that phrase and I actually think that that is possibly how I would describe the way I feel about my body um, and how I would advocate others to feel about their body too. Um, it's not necessarily about having a love or hate relationship because that creates two extremes. You want to find like a nice happy ground and realize that some days are going to be good, some days aren't going to be so good, but equally you can still um, accept yourself and um, want change for the best reasons, not because you're hating yourself into it. So again, thanks for listening. Um, If you could subscribe to the podcast um, on your Spotify um that would be amazing um and also i think you can leave like ratings so if you could leave uh, a rating as well any feedback is um always accepted and okay i tried to find a word there but any feedback is always wanted essentially because it's only going to help me improve them um yeah my words are going again um but also if you have any podcast topics that you'd like me to talk about over the next few weeks then please do let me know. What is exciting is that um, going into camp with um, Wales in the next few weeks means that we're going to have some guests on the podcast, I'm hoping. I haven't actually spoken to anyone about it yet, but I would quite like to have some of the girls that I'll be in camp with to talk about different um, topic areas. Um, So if you have any suggestions, then please do let me know. And we're going to stick with the the sign out of peace out